Hello listeners and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 40, Isabella, the police officer that was interrogating Reed, is standing on the other side of the door and holding it shut as she screams for help. Suddenly, she sort of stops, and you see her from through the window. She gets up and leaves the door. Reed is, like, immediately pulling on the door to try and go out. All right. You push on the door, and sure enough, it opens right up. What the fuck? I guess they're really upset about the aircon. I don't know, let's just go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I hack up some blood and go, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Let's get the fuck out of here. Please. As you push out of the door, you hear the latent buzz that was happening in the background that was basically the fans and the air conditioning units have all stopped. The temperature hasn't started rising yet, but you know, based on how hot it was outside, you don't have very long. Yeah. You all head outside and you see Isabella standing at the end of the hallway, right in front of the stairs that lead up to the rest of the station, there is a set of iron bars that have dropped down in front of the stairs, and she's grabbing under the bars and screaming upstairs, let me out, you motherfuckers! Let me out! Come on! <laughs> ah, now you are stuck here with us. <laughs> hey, Sidor? Yeah, but we're still stuck. <laughs> yeah, we're still stuck down here, too. Maybe don't go, uh... Laughing your chickens before they've cooked alive in a police station? Yeah. Look, Mavis, I'm just finding silver lining, okay? Hi. She turns around and presses herself up against the bars and pulls out the gun that she's still holding. She's still had her gun. Oh, fuck. She holds it towards you and her hand is sort of shaking, realizing the bad situation that she's in, and she yells at the four of you, Stay back! Don't come any closer! Whoa, whoa, whoa! I swear! I'll, I'll, I'll cap each one of you. Hey. Oh, hold on now, hold on now. I, I like step forward with my hands up. We don't want no trouble. We just wanted our friend back. She holds the gun kind of wavering towards you, glances over her shoulder again and says nothing. Can we pick this up after we get rid of the bars? Like I'm, I'm fine with this whole enemy thing. Just like, you know, enemy of my enemy, iron bars. Like, let's get rid of that first before we shoot you, okay? That you're going to cook alive in here if we don't all get out, so maybe put the gun down and focus on that, yes? Hey, hey, Sador? That? How's that, uh, software you cooked up gonna hold up against this with no AC in here? Are we like, is this like a we can wait it out kind of situation? <laughs> or are we in just as much shit as she is? Uh, well, we'll be better off than she is, probably, but who knows? We're also in the basement. Ah, fuck. Reed retracts his claws and just starts walking towards this terrified cop. Reed, Reed, stay. Reed, Reed. She just saw you cut off your own goddamn thumb to get out of jail. Because they were hurting you. I know, but uh, f maybe so let's... shut the fuck up and let me talk. Okay, fuck. Whoa, Reed. Goddamn, he's scary right now. She holds her gun up and she points it at your head as you start walking closer to her. She says, not one step further, not one step. 
Now listen. You're scared right now, aren't you? That's perfectly natural. You're locked in here with someone you fucking brutalized for about two hours. I forgive you for that. I understand. You're just doing your job, right? Um, let me get you to roll a conversation roll with a human perception roll added onto it. So give me that human perception roll first. So human perception, and then I'll spend six points on the conversation once I've done that. Damn. Oh, damn. That's straightforward, huh? He's not good at conversating. Yeah, that's a six. That's not very good. Twelve for conversation. Is she going to shoot you? <laughs> Isabella, her hand shakes as she points the gun at you, and she says, You fucking raiders, you'll say anything! I'm not a raider. Raiders, I take offense at that. None of us are raiders. I just want to get back to my pack. Do you know what it's like to want to go home? She pauses for a second and then says, Yeah, I do, but what about all those families of the people that you killed? Those poor people, they were just trying to transport goods to the Oasis from Night City. So was I. It was your fault! It was your fault! Why was it my fault? What's she talking about? We were the ones we were getting shot at, lady. You never explained it. We were getting shot at. It was all we could to get out. The man you're talking to right here, he lost good friends in that convoy. Yeah, some kid's mom got blown up. I got some footage of it. Rest in peace, Govard. I wiped a woman's brain matter out of my fucking hair that evening. She points the gun at you. See the fuck back! Okay, ignore the crazy homeless doctor lady. Oh, that was supposed to be a bad... Never mind. How about this? My thumb is sitting back down there. You point behind you, it's, you know, 20 feet back. I, I like try and point backwards behind me, but my thumb's missing, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to try and find it for you, if I fail, then consider that a down payment on your pound of flesh. You're gonna go find your thumb? No, I'm gonna go find your fucking shipment. Reed, as a medical professional, I have to strongly urge against you leaving body parts as collateral. And what's the value of a thumb? You can get a replacement pretty easily, so... Cyber thumb! <laughs> Cyber thumb! She says, I, I don't know what you're playing at, but none of you are getting out of here. Well... Hello? So, Anyone? Sweetheart. She yells up the stairs again. So, sweetheart, can, can I level with you? The four of us are, uh, equipped with some... Software to withstand these dangerous temperatures designed by our own genius tech. I wave. Well, between the, uh, well, I was going to keep it a secret, you were the genius tech, but sure, you go ahead and out yourself. <laughs> so, between the five of us here, one of us is going to drop first. Now, I don't know how the budgets over at Oasis PD go, but I'm willing to bet mm, they didn't. They, they may have skimped a little on your cyberware for the wave, no? Did you have something to do with these ACs turning off? That was you? No. No. Uh, no. It was a third party helping us. Uh, for fuck's sake, would you, would you, would you <laughs> stop giving away my fucking talking chips here? I'm trying to be a party face, for God's sake. She, she looks down and just sort of goes, <laughs> Well then, she grabs the edge of her shirt 
and rips it off from the shoulder, exposing her breast and the fact that she's got a big cybernetic temperature control unit right next to her shoulder. She goes, I guess it's an old fashioned Oasis cook-off then. Oh, hell yeah. I haven't had a cook-off <laughs> since I left Beatrice. What were you eating? Oh, wait, I see what you mean. <laughs> Reed is going to rush her. All right, Reed, can I get you to roll initiative against her? That's a 16. You do get the jump on her. What do you want to do? You rush her? Yeah, he's going to try and rush and go for the gun. Okay, roll a brawling against her athletics. That's a 22. 14. All right, she's got the gun pointed at Mavis. You rush up. You manage to catch her off guard and grab the gun. After a bit of wrestling, you don't manage to grab the gun away from her, but you pull it away and it goes scattering across the ground towards the rest of your party. She goes to lunge for it and then looks at the rest of the party and just sort of stops and gets that look of like a cornered animal. Her eyes are getting wide and she sort of presses herself up against the bars, reaching back for them, glancing over her shoulder. I'm trying to be nice. She turns around and grabs the bars and goes, Someone get me out of here! I would like to pull my sword and just walk up no, and no. plunge it into uh, her torso. Just plunge it right into her? Yep. This is just too much. She needs to shut up. Rather us than her. Okay. Well, she's not looking and... <laughs> you, I'm going to call this an automatic hit. She's not looking. She's not trying to defend herself. You can just walk up and shove it in her. Five damage. What happened to not wanting to kill any police folk here? It's too fucking late. They've seen our faces. What? I don't care anymore. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Oi, your third party. Yeah. Can they get us out of here? I mean, I could call them, but... Fucking ass. Yeah, you should... Hey, 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 you should call them. Not like maybe I'm a little bit socially awkward on the phone kind of thing. No, just call them for God's sake. No, I'm just saying, like, they already told me they had the thing done, so... So, Sonoy, you shoved the sword up into her. Everyone else is arguing behind her, and you just sort of twist it a little bit and slowly bring it out. And she begins vomiting a bit of blood that splatters onto the ground in front of you. Oh, jeez. Grabbing the bar, she sort of slides down as you pull the sword out. She's laying on the ground and, like, staring up at the stairs when the doors above the stairs open up. And when she falls down, I say, fuck the police. You say that right as the doors open up <laughs> and a set of two police officers flanked by what looks like a much more important one wearing nice little decorations, including a big badge that says lieutenant appear at the stairway above that. Oh, fuck. You look him right in the uh, eyes and say your line. Fuck the police. And also, like, regret. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. The lieutenant has his hands behind his back. He comes down on the ground and she looks up and goes, Help! The, the bars! He looks down at her and goes, hmm. Pathetic and then looks up at the four of you, crosses his arms, and says, so, it looks like we're in a little bit of a situation here. I suppose so. What's it gonna take to get us out of here? Well, seems like um, you've got some pretty important people in some high up places that know you. And, uh, one of them wants to come down here and speak to you and maybe negotiate. Is that something you would be amenable to or should we turn you into Swiss cheese right here? 
No, I'm, I, I think I speak for all of us when I say talking is preferable to Swiss cheese. That's talk. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind if I come up a little closer to those bars and give your officer here some medical attention? She looked like she ain't doing so good. He looks down and says, <laughs> Oasis police isn't for everyone. Do with her what you will. All right. It's probably not great to move her, but also I feel like having her around A, the lieutenant, and B, Sudoi, would be more bad for her health. So I'm going to like drag her back behind people. All right. She is, she is heavily bleeding out, but is not dying. Yeah. She just has a couple of hit points left and is choosing to stay on the ground and not really stress her wounds any further. Well, I'm going to like gather her, like usher her back. Yeah. <laughs> probably want to get out of the way. Look, I know I know my friend did that to you, but I'm not like her, okay? Let's let's get you fixed up, you know? Let's have a look. The lieutenant turns to one of the officers next to him and says, "Go get the lawyer." Oh shit. There's a lawyer. You seem a lot more reasonable than your panicked partner here. No, he seems much more intense. What's your name, lieutenant? Lieutenant Andrews. Andrews, it's nice to meet you. I'm Sudoi. I'm glad you are not a panicked, crazy person waving gun at us. Yes. He looks down at his officer and says, you seem very scared. Mm, I fix problem. After a second or two, the officer that went away comes back with a man who's a bit on the older side, has like silvery hair going back, dressed in a very, very nice suit. The police point their guns at you and say, back away from the bars. Okay, I'm backing off. All right. How far is far enough? You back away about 10 feet or so, and the lieutenant reaches into his pocket and pulls out an ID card and swipes it next to the button that was pressed to bring the bars down, and the bars go back up. The officer turns to the lawyer and says, you've got five minutes. He turns back and he says, well, thank you. I will have as much time as I want, though with my clients. So if you please, don't mind stepping back. And uh, he goes, nah, fine. We'll be outside the door. And they step back and they walk out of the front door and open it and shut it. The lawyer is now standing in front of all of you who are kind of pressed up against the back wall. And he pulls out a data pad and taps on it a little bit and goes, well, I think it's time for us to get started, shall we? Yes? Do you want to get find somewhere we can sit that would be more uh, comfortable? Uh, I mean, there's a room there with a... I'm not going back in there. I mean, there's offices here, aren't there? Yeah, you gesture around you, and sure enough, there are three other interrogation rooms down here. Lovely. That you haven't been into yet, that aren't covered in your blood, and a security bot. Shall we? And he sort of gestures with his thumbless hand again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all, give me just a moment. I just want to make sure that we're not on the hook for a murder rap over here, okay? Technically, we already are. Well, we're not on the rap for another fucking murder rap, uh, so I'm not really, like, I'm not splitting hairs here. He's the lawyer, not yeah, me. You're right, you're right. No, you're right. You fix her. Can we stop talking about crimes in the fucking police station? I want to talk over to people, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mavis, can I get you to do a paramedic check? Paramedic? Yes, you certainly can. I got minus two right now because I'm really fucking hurt. But that's a 20 regardless. Nice. All right. 
wincing and kind of limping over this police officer. You flip her over and check her wounds and you find that it's a clean entry, clean exit hole, front and back. Yep. So don't, don't fuck around. It takes all of maybe two minutes to basically shoot her with some like super glue that seals the wounds on the front and back, preventing her from bleeding any further. The pain of the super glue though, causes her to scream and pass out. So she just kind of collapses limp in the hallway. Well, that's probably for the best. So you join the rest of the party inside the interrogation room. The lawyer sits on the other side, takes his data pad, types it up a little bit and says, so where would you like to get started? Who are you and who sent you? Yeah. Ah, that is a fair question and a good place for us to start. I am uh, Charles Atkinson and I represent a very important conglomerate of clients that have a distinct interest in some of your activities. Doesn't narrow it down. Specifically, right now I am representing MedTech. We are looking for the uh, data chip that you were supposed to be sending in today and did not arrive at our offices. Uh. Do you have the data chip? Do we? We, wait, data? Do you have the data chip? We have a lot of different data chips, Chuck. I honestly don't know. You'll, You'll have to be more specific. The data chip of Oscar's personal possessions it was handed to you before his ultimate expiration. Where is this data chip? Um, where we can show you. Physically, in person, alive, not here. <sighs> he pauses for a second and goes, <laughs> I, I, I see the problem. I think you think you're negotiating for your lives. I personally, as a lawyer, I don't like um, loose ends. I don't like extra data chips. I don't like people who may have stories to tell to media. If it was up to me, you wouldn't be making it out of this police station and this chip would be disappearing forever. <laughs> However, my employers are very insistent on finding this data chip. So I am here to make a deal but it is not the deal you think you are making. So I will ask again, where is this data chip? Correct me anyone here if I'm wrong, but first of all, uh, this is why I don't really like lawyers. And second of all, it sounds a little bit like you just told us that this was our single only and most important bargaining chip. So maybe we shouldn't be telling you straight away before you tell us what on earth's on the other side of that deal. Well, it looks like at least one of you isn't as dumb as a cooling block. How about this? We will talk about where this data chip is, and in exchange, I will see what sort of things I can do for you. Okay, see, again, I'm... <laughs> Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but what that sounds like is we give you what you want and the only thing that you want, and you will maybe think about seeing what you might be able to do for us, maybe. <laughs> but at that point, you already have everything you want, and what you could do with us is throw us in a cell with no AC and watch us cook to death. There she is! There, we've got one who understands the whole problem. Now, if you could take a second and explain it to your friends, then we will all be on the same page. 
Well, I guess I see a pretty simple solution here. Let's talk then. What exactly is it that you want? I need my gun, my freedom, and my motorcycle. And I need a data chip. Now, you don't have the data chip on you, so maybe best I can do is, and he pulls out a very heavy pistol, places it on the table. Maybe you can have gun if you tell me where data chip is. Well, no, hang on, Reed, I know that you love gun. Look, it's a fucking collector's item, okay? This is a very nice looking heavy pistol, by the way. It's like yeah. one of those CSGO pistols with like a really fancy skin on it. And it's clearly been lovingly tended to throughout the years. Hey, Mr. Mr. Atkinson. Yes, Mavis. Can I ask you one very, very important question that might maybe help my companions here to understand? We have another two and a half minutes before our time will be up. So please make it quick. If we tell you where the data chip is, what's to stop you using that there gun there to uh, put a bullet in each of our heads? Absolutely nothing. Well, now, you can see my issue with the whole situation, no? You're not really in a position to be bargaining here. Well, no, actually, it seems like we're in exactly the position to negotiate. Mavis, Mavis, actually, he make good point. We are stuck. And this evil lawyer is only chance we have. We, I think we give him what he wants. Really? Yeah, there's just one problem, isn't there? The chip gets destroyed if we don't call in before a certain point with a certain contact. Remember? All right, we're going to need a roll for that. We're going to do acting. I'm pretty high in that, but I'm going to spend two whole luck points to uh, make that a bit more likely to succeed there we go 22 nice nice well i guess that does put a bit of a wrinkle on it doesn't it hmm so how often do you need to call in what time is it right now it's about 11 30 around 12 we have 30 minutes? Yeah. Well, certainly it must be somewhere close by then, yes? Oh no, I just need to call them. You just need to call them. We just gonna lunge for the pistol as like this idea clicks in his head. Yeah, he just said you need to call them. All right. Unfortunately, Reed, as soon as he picked up the gun, the lawyer set a ready to action for anyone doing anything suspicious instant shot okay i use my evasion slash dodge you have evasion uh yeah i've got reflex eight nice uh so 22 to evade 21 wow wow and you're lunging for the pistol so can i get you to roll a brawling skill 16 is still not bad it's also not great no. 20. Oh, <laughs> fuck. You lunge for the pistol, and he flips the gun down and shoots straight for you. It goes right over your shoulder, slamming into the wall behind you. You try and grab it, and he yanks it back and just whacks you with the butt of the pistol. 
then stands up and says, Well, I think that was a bit of a mistake. No shit. In order to find this thing, I think I only need one of you. So how about you decide amongst yourselves who that's going to be? Hey, we all saw what's on the chip, you know. He pauses with his hand on the door and without looking back, like his, his head shrouded in shadow. He says, so what is on the chip then? You can't see the expression on his face. It's fucking world ending. Huh. World ending, huh? Looks like I'm finally getting paid what I'm worth then. And he turns the doorknob and he opens it and he says, I look forward to seeing the results of your discussion. This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 40. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Thank you so much for listening, commenting, liking, subscribing, and remember that consumption of the leading recommended brands is associated with improvements to your mood, health, and lifestyle, according to recent studies commissioned by those brands. Stay woke. Stay woke.